The sweat glistened in the early morning sun, running down her forehead along her hairline to her neck. Her eyes scanned the landscape around her, ever cognizant of her surroundings. Her rhythmic breathing matched the thumping of her feet as she ran along the familiar trail. She wore her earphones and an iPod on her upper arm, but she rarely listened to the music. She discovered that when others thought she was listening to music, they rarely tried to start up a conversation with her. She ran every day regardless of weather, but not for the reasons most others did. Not for the recognition and satisfaction of completing of marathons, fundraisers, or any health awareness campaign. She was health conscious, but knew that more than anything, she needed to push herself harder every day. Running had become her addiction and her only way of dealing with the pain inside. She pushed and punished her body with exercise to try to keep the depressing thoughts at bay. The punishment could only last for so long, though. She couldn't run 24-7, after all. Boulder, Colorado normally had mild, high temperatures with lots of sunshine in early May, but today the dark clouds rolling in felt very ominous. Damn, I miss Florida. Thunderstorms were nothing new to her after growing up in the South and moving to Miami. She actually loved storms. The rolling thunder, the striking lightning, and the sound of a hard rain, and the power of it all combined. The colder Colorado spring weather had taken some getting used to, and she still wasn't crazy about it. Living in this landlocked state may just make her crazy, though. Winter was absolutely depressing to her. Miami winters were mild, to say the least, and it never snowed. Here, there was always winter snow. She decided she should learn to snow ski to try to develop a new appreciation for winter weather. She knew most of her dislike stemmed from a severe case of homesickness, and she'd never really given the place a fair chance. She'd had an uneasy feeling for the last few days and couldn't put her finger on any one thing that would account for it. She just knew to trust her instincts. They'd served her well in the past. As she continued along the trail, the hair on the back of her neck suddenly stood at full alert, and she felt someone watching her. She looked around nonchalantly, but only saw other runners, families enjoying the spring weather and the grassy areas, but no obvious bad guys lurking about. Well, they don't usually wear a big sign to announce themselves, though. But she'd been through too much in her 27 years to dismiss the feeling as nothing. Something was wrong, even if she didn't know what just yet. She kept running, intent on finishing her run before the rain started. She ticked off in her head each errand she needed to complete and which bills she needed to pay. But her eyes kept scanning the scenery as she ran. She rounded the corner of the trail and backtracked towards her townhouse. When the thoughts tried to crowd in her head as they did now, she pushed her body harder and faster. Digging deeper, she increased her pace and her breathing. She continued until the jogging trail ended, crossed the street, and then continued up the sidewalk, not slowing until she reached home. Huh, home. This isn't home. I can never really go home. She walked the short distance from the sidewalk up her driveway and to her front door. Her neighbor, Mrs. Elizabeth Stanton, called her name to get her attention, just as she did every morning after her runs. She knew the old lady was probably lonely and had few visitors to keep her company. Mrs. Stanton's husband had died of a heart attack several years ago. She had kids and grandkids, but they were all busy with their lives and they didn't take much time out to visit her. 
In her mid-sixties, Mrs. Stanton still looked and acted like she was in her forties. She had such spunk and a zest for life, and Chris hoped she held up as well when she reached her neighbor's age. Hello, Chris. Out for your morning run again, I see. Mrs. Stanton always had such a friendly tone, never prying or nosy. Yes, ma'am. I think it may rain soon, and you fussed at me enough for running in the rain. No matter how long she lived here, she knew she could never get rid of her southern drawl and slang. Her accent was evident to everyone, but so far, none had really pushed her on why she had moved here. She genuinely liked Mrs. Stanton and often wished that they had met under better circumstances. Glad someone listens to me, still with the laughing tone she always used. Chris bent over to pick up the morning paper lying in the driveway as Mrs. Stanton continued talking to her about how she hoped the rain came soon to water her newly planted flowers and shrubbery.